Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. This is amazing. So just before we go on, Leroy goes, I'll stay with you for one segment. And I'm like, that's fine. we got Jake Kokorowski coming up. We're going to talk about the Badgers and their their camp starting today and BadgerBlitz.com. And, yeah, that's fine. You can hang out for, for a segment. We'll talk about this, this Grayson Allen trade. <laughs> then, as the music is playing for the open, Plucker says what? <laughs> what did you say, Plucker? Where's Grayson Grace- Allen's from Jacksonville, <laughs> just like our good buddy Little Ray. Uh, now I understand why he's so all about oh, Grayson Allen. No, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I right. need scoring off the bench. Okay. All right. So, all right. To quickly dial it up. You like the Grayson Allen trade? Yes. Grayson Allen yes, for Sam Merrill and two second round picks. I'll stop. Are you down? Do you like it? Here's your shooting guard to replace Bryn Forbes, What's I think. What's your shirt say? 6'4", about 200 pounds. Grayson Allen last year, 25 minutes played, uh, by far the most in his career. Uh, 38 games started, 50 total played, shot 41% from the field, 39% uh, from three, two of every about five and a half uh, is what he did there. Uh, let's see here. Free throw percentage, 86% at the line. Uh, average three boards, two assists, about a steal a game, and 10.5 points per game. But how long does he have left on his contract? Does he have one year left on his contract or two? He's already been in the league three years. He's got. I think he might have two or I don't know. We'd have to look and see. But either way. So Grayson Allen, uh, now a member of the Milwaukee Bucks, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. This is the final year of his deal. This is the oh, final year of correct. his deal? Yeah, correct. So they can let him go. How much are you making this year? A million? Two million? million yeah, so he, so again, they, now we've, we've given up three players who we're going to have for a year. Is that what it just happened? Three players. Three players now you make for one year. Team. Now, hold on a sec. Let's, let's talk this out for a second. Let, let's have a conversation. Let's get in the barbershop. Is this them going, okay, he's more consistent than Brent Forbes? I think that's true. That makes it a good deal. Mm-hmm. Defensively, I don't think either one are all that good. So, okay, so push that aside. But he's better than Bryn Forbes. But is this them saying, if we can't get a DiVincenzo extension worked out, maybe we can get Grayson Allen cheaper for a couple of years going forward if we can't get DiVincenzo worked out to be the shooting guard? That's a stretch. but hey, Maybe it is a stretch. If you maybe it is. But no, I... Do I like Grayson Allen? No, I don't like Grayson Allen. I don't. It, it, has it anything to do with him being in the pros? It has. Uh, no, maybe not. No, oh, probably still so about guys, him being at Duke. Probably so, still about all the stuff that yeah, happened at so Duke. guys change. When yeah, you, sure they do. When I was in my 20s, I did some stuff that, you Yeah, Delvadova did some stuff in the league and then continued to do some stuff. This mm-hmm. dude here, we'll see how this all plays out. Yeah, now, he's not true. making any money. Now, you said, Plucker, yeah. they picked him up on a trade exception, right? That's Correct. how this whole thing played out? Correct. So the trade exception was from the DJ Augustine trade. Correct. 
So that's how they're able to maneuver in his like $1.7 million mm-hmm. or whatever it well, is. Well, it looks like his base salary is about $4 million this year, according to Track. Okay. So it went up from about two and a half of what it was to about $4 million this year. $4 million this year. Correct. Okay, so that's a good number. So that's how they get him in. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming this affects luxury tax? No? Yes? Somebody? That's Anybody? A, that's a question I asked I'm not a salary cap. I'm not a salary cap guy on this stuff. I don't know. I will go a little bit into the uh, luxury tax for him. Then for Tucker, Tucker only scored me two points a game. You and Gary, Gary Ellison from uh, he isn't going to be PJ Tucker. But PJ, but he gonna score you at least ten or eleven off the bench. He ain't going to stop anybody. He don't need you. I want him to be a shooter. We letting him oh, he he's a shooter now. You're right. We That's what fly, he is. Girl. Yes. Yeah, we letting him fly. He's got a role to play. That's why they won the championship. Steve John Horse is brilliant. I mean, if you're Grayson, you're going from Memphis to coming. Oh, to, you're excited for Grayson play, Allen. Yeah. Play for well, probably you may not like the cold weather, but other than that, hey, hey listen. I'm from Jacksonville. I'm still here. But and Jacksonville, then Duke, Carolina's warm. Providence. Memphis, yeah. warm. And now snow in Milwaukee. The, can I explain to you about the weather? The weather don't matter. When it's cold, you stay inside, cuz. What's the big deal? Did, people are not coming here because of the weather. It's beautiful outside. Tell me what it is out there. You're right. Like, people are not nine. coming here because of the weather. That's oh. exactly why people are not but, coming here. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's a narrative we break. Look outside. It's beautiful. It's not beautiful. It's, it's overcast. It's oh, not. Man, it looks like, like it's going to rain at any point. Man, look at this. What are you 80, talking about? 85 degrees, cuz. I don't about? know if it's 85. It's like 60 in here. Seriously. T- Wearing your jacket. Talking. You still got your jacket on. Because it's 46 in here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> George on the north side. You're hey, up George. first. I spark. Sparky's Midday Manus with Leroy and Sparky. What's up? Hey, how you guys doing? So, I'm going to be quick. I'm not going to be on the phone too much long. But okay. So, I was going to say, uh, the Grayson Allen pick is a good pickup. I'm not a big fan, per se, anyway, of DiVincenzo. I like his defense. I was hoping that at some point throughout the season that they figure out a way to try to trade him because we're not getting the production out of a shooting guard. that we're, Every time you look up, he has 13 points. He does no better than that. Now I give it that. Yeah, he's real good at he's good at defending a lot. He's up there with the tip passes and all that stuff. But the shooting guard, you need at least eighteen to twenty points out of that position. He's not giving you that. If that's the case, move. If you're not going to use him for that, then move uh, Middleton to the two, where you're going to get the twenty four, twenty five points and pick up a, a a bigger small forward to have as a defender and a rebounder. But he's not doing nothing at the two position. And like I said, again, I would rather them package DiVincenzo, and they did it anyway. That, that, that deal just went through. They tried to get rid of him, but it didn't work. I hope they do that again this year. I like the pickup that they got because he's a hard-nosed kind of defender. He's kind of he's kind of like a, a, grind, a grimy-like defender, but he can score. So I'm just hoping that hopefully they package DiVincenzo and get rid of him. I really – Pray to God that they don't give him an extension. I really do. So we'll see. I'm gonna sit back and just watch and see. But yeah, I, I'm not a big fan. I like the pickup that they got, and uh, hopefully they trade Defensenzo and get a better shooting guard position out of that. Out of that. All yeah. right, thanks for the call. Yeah. You can do that too. And thank Jordan, miss your brother. Uh, he can do that too. I think this gives him more flexibility because everybody's been signing guys to really fill the roster. If you get a guy on your team that can score, I mean. You're going to get a lot of open shots when you're playing with the big three of Milwaukee. You need a guy that can knock that thing down and and get on people's nerves. You know, I mean, you don't have to be a shutdown defender, but you just need a guy just to make it difficult for guys. I mean, Steve really don't like him because he's a white guy that can shoot. He don't like white guys that can shoot. I don't know. Now, the guy was from overseas. You can't pronounce his name. He'll be excited about that. Or if he came from Alabama, you know, he'll love that. But he just don't like Bud, and he just don't like John Horace, and he don't want to give him credit. So I'm giving you the floor right now to, for you to apologize, Steve, to the Bucks for pulling off this great move. And you're talking about second-round pick guys. Them guys, non-guaranteed contracts. You named four or five guys that was second-round pick that turned out to be great. What about the millions that didn't turn out to be great? You got to trade all those picks to get better. That's the true. Bucks got better. So I uh, I may be wrong on Grayson Allen defensively. Um, well, that, that wouldn't be a shock. No, I think I think I am. I just found an article for, again. You say you don't play defense. No, I play defense. He plays better defense than apparently I think he does. I tried to tell you again. The the name of the website is grizzlybearsblues.com. <laughs> Grizzlybearblues.com. And so again. Understand what I'm reading from. Well, it's got to be from Memphis. 
Yes, it's a Memphis fan site. Yes. They know him better than we know him. Correct. And and this was from <laughs> what the world? When was this from? This was from February second of this year. And they go through and they talk about um his bubble performance stood out because he was emptying the clip from distance at an alarming rate. But Allen can finish at the rim. Great for others as well. He's even more hated on for his, quote, poor defensive play, which I just did on the radio <laughs> before I read this. Okay. That is correct. Okay. Let's do a pair, player comparison on and off stats according to basketball reference. Player A, team defensive rating, 106.3, uh, which is minus four. Player mm-hmm. B, team defensive rating, uh, plus 4.6 so the 107.4. Uh, off-court rating, team defensive rating, minus 1.9. Okay, so Blaze, based on blind resume, resumes, it is quite obvious that player B, which is obviously Grayson Allen, because this is who the piece is about, contributes to winning at a higher level than player A. Player A is a much beloved and maligned Dylan Brooks, the one and only. So, and then he goes on, or whoever wrote this, this is not a call that Grayson replaced Dylan Brooks as a full-time starter. This is simply an education type for those that have overlooked the impact of Grayson Allen because he is less erratic than the incumbent starter at his same position. Uh, and then he goes on to talk about Grayson Allen. He's an above-average defender who can and has defended the one through four spots on the floor. Mm-hmm. He delivers uh, when called upon and never takes a play off. The Apologize. Grayson Allen effect Apologize. is real. Apologize. I'm sorry. He don't mean it. He don't mean it, America. No, I do. Why you don't? If like I'm certain... wrong, I'm wrong. If Why that if like that article certain... is right and he's basing it on numbers. So, sure, okay, I'll give it to you. He's better defensively, which is great if he is. Because, look, DiVincenzo, the one thing they said about DiVincenzo in the playoffs, what they missed was they missed his hands tipping balls and passing lanes and stuff like that defensively. So, if Grayson Allen is that, Mm -hmm. and maybe he's a more consistent player than DiVincenzo offensively, because if you go back to this year, DiVincenzo had moments where you're like, oh, yeah, keep him long-term. And then he had moments of... And now he can't buy a basket to save his life. So you have both of those, and you've had both of them mm-hmm. along the way. I thought when they drafted DiVincenzo that he'd be yeah. a sixth man off the bench. That was going to be his role. I never saw DiVincenzo. Well, we didn't know the Brogdon thing Correct. pushed him in there. Right. Yeah. So I never really saw DiVincenzo as a starter. Yeah. But the Bucks, if they're going to extend him, mm-hmm. will then be committing to him as that starting piece next to Drew Holiday going forward. And this really don't affect uh, Pat Content either, really. Well, I don't know because you've got George Hill. At, yeah, but you've got George Hill at one guard now yeah. behind Holiday, Grayson yeah. Allen and Pat Connaughton yeah. Yeah. behind DiVincenzo. Yeah. Yeah. So you're three deep there. But again, according to this article, Grayson Allen can defend a three, mm-hmm. maybe even a, a four. That seems nuts to me, but maybe even a four. Six, four so no. you could run with lineups of you know Drew Holiday, DiVincenzo, and Grayson Allen all on the floor, or Connaughton, Grayson Allen, yeah. and George Hill on the floor, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But, again, he provides spacing, provides a guy that can hit shots more consistently now than Bryn Forbes. Around. See, we're okay. three players. I don't know about that, but either way. So we'll see. That's well, good. good. Good job. I mean, I, That's I think good. for the most – and if you to fun, we'll have to look in the luxury tech thing because – if you don't know, we these two guys, man, they got on my nerves with this luxury tech thing. A PJ Tucker thing still irritates yeah, me. Yeah, it's fine but, though. But I think I think I think it's a it's a good opportunity for the Bucks to get some of the headlines back to say we're still here, and for the most they part, they needed another guard. We need another, and that's the one position. And he's we younger. He's younger than Lou yeah. Williams. He's yes. younger than Oladipo, and isn't all banged up like Oladipo, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. now again. Lou Williams and him are about a million dollars apart, but Lou Williams was a free right. agent. You weren't trading for Lou Williams, and, Gary, and Oladipo was a free agent. And Gary didn't think that uh, Lou Williams would come here anyway. Correct, right, right. yes. But, but I, again, I just think that the role, we all said they need to upgrade the guards. Yes. They do. They need to, And they did They that. definitely they upgraded the backup point guard, yes. and now they upgraded the backup shooting guard. So now what would be next? Uh, what position? The five? I mean. Yes. You you might have another big guy. He just drafted the, the big from Scene Hall, um, but they gave him yes. a two way deal, which tells me that they're not convinced that he's going to be on the roster necessarily all year. He'll be right. shuttled back and forth, is my guess, between the G League and up here. Makes sense. If he plays well enough, Mamu, if if he's that guy, then you know maybe he is that guy that that can be the backup again. If you watch him against Marquette, he looks like an NBA player because he killed Marquette. So well. we'll see what he looks like now when we get to the pros. NBA summer league's going to start here in Vegas. 
and we'll get to see him play. The other guy we're not, we haven't talked about is Rodney Hood, who they got too, yep. who's a guard forward type guy. Yep. That's going to be another shooter off the bench. Yes. But again, he was awful last year. Get so a year fully removed from that knee injury, hopefully he gets back to shooting well. Uh, we have Jake Hokorowski coming up from BadgerBlitz.com. Before we get to him to talk about uh, Badger's camp starting up today, Leroy, where are you going to be this weekend? Uh, Great Lakes Dragway with my guy Roy uh, Leap Vodka is doing a tasting down there. So Union Grove, right, Union Grove areas, you know, I'll be there from twelve to three. Will Plucker so, be there? I think so. I try to have him near me somewhere. You always got to have smart people around you. Now, I know I'm going to say something that may upset you. Uh oh! And don't take Plucker. it the don't take it the wrong Sam. way. But have you ever thought about giving Plucker his own table to sign stuff so he can sign for the fans he's and stuff? Big like that. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But he's there to make sure everything's organized. That's because he's an I, organized guy. Actually, he learned his organization from his wife. She's very organized. Yes, I believe that. This guy's been to seven weddings. Yeah. So he got a lot of stories to tell me. Okay. So we'll sit there for four hours and talk about it. Well, mainly we're there to help promote the track. If you don't have your membership cards, you can get that now. But come out and taste the leap. If you haven't tasted, matter of fact, it's almost a money back guarantee. If you taste it, you will. And Great Lakes Dragway, man, that that is a fun time. Affordable yes. family fun is what I always say. My son still got his little headphones. Yeah, little. You'll have an absolute blast so out there. See me. There he is, Leroy Butler, Steve Sparky, Fiber Jake Kokorowski, BadgerBlitz.com. comes the up Bucks next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh, continues on Monday from 2 until 6. Gary Leroy, Dan Plucker will be filling in for me on Monday as I have the day off. So Gary was off today. I'm off on Monday. I know. It feels like we have 100 days off between me and Gary. I apologize. Uh, But Plucker will be filling in for me on Monday. A lot of Packer talk on Monday, I am sure. Uh, this trade that just happened, Grayson Allen uh, on his way to the Milwaukee Bucks in exchange for two second-round picks uh, and Sam Merrill. Boy, we just can't hold on to picks. It's like, you ever hear your parents ever tell you, is that money burning a hole in your pocket? Why you got to spend it so fast? You ever, your parents ever tell you that? That's what it feels like with the Bucks and draft picks. Oh, my. <laughs> we got to draft picks. Oh, let's trade, let's trade, let's trade. That's what it feels like. So, we were asking about luxury checks and how that affects you. Well, Bobby Marks does a great job on ESPN, and my buddy Ryan uh, sent this to me because I didn't see it. Uh, And this is what it says. Bobby Marks says, Milwaukee ownership is showing that they are willing to make a financial commitment with this roster. The luxury tax penalty, now with the acquisition of Grayson Allen, will increase from $36 million to $44 million in luxury tax penalty with this trade. So, if you combine the payroll salary of the Bucks and their luxury tax. The Bucks right now are on the hook for $200 million for this upcoming season. 
Uh, joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is Jake Kokorowski from BadgerBlitz.com. Jake, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. You know, great to talk about Grayson Allen for Badger fans, right? Uh, with everything with the national championship no. game, how many years ago? I can't. Yeah, st- that's always fun. I, I can't stand this dude, man. I I don't like him. I don't. Li- no, I don't. Uh, but again. Uh, if you look at the numbers and so forth and what he provides, he definitely will help the Bucks. But that still doesn't mean I have to like him. I, I you know, I tend to hold on to grudges, Jake, and not forgive and forget and move on. And, and this is one of those cases. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the Badgers uh, camp getting underway today. Uh, a lot of different things to kind of to look at here a little bit. Uh, number one for me is, hey, Nolan Rucci, man. Where is he playing? Because that, that's going to be the guy that everybody's going to want to see, even though he's an offensive lineman. Yeah, no, 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 Rucci, of course, for those that don't know, I mean, five-star prospect according to Rivals.com for the 2021 class, another highly talented lineman coming to Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin brought on four four-star line or three four-star linemen, I should say, in the 2021 class. You know, and it was just the first day uh, of practice and just letting everybody know about that. Uh, and, and they weren't in full pads or anything. It was just, you know, helmets and, you know, shirts, you know, the jersey and, and shorts. Uh, for the most part. So there wasn't anything that, you I mean, you could only see the first 30 minutes of practice too. So, uh, you know, but it looked like he was working in uh, with the line uh, and, and whatnot. Uh, it, I know, I think Colton Bartholomew, uh, my uh, colleague over at the Wisconsin State Journal, I think he mentioned that he was working at uh, off the left tackle spot, uh, which is what he put in his report. So, uh, you know, we'll see what comes out of it. Like I said, it was only the first 30 minutes. We didn't see any uh, really, in my opinion, you know, any team drills or modified team drills to see where he could have been. Now, uh, if he was at left tackle, I didn't get a chance to really look at the linemen that much when I was roaming around the field. Uh, but, you know, depending upon what happens with, uh, a, you know, right around the Milwaukee, you know, the Milwaukee area, people know him, uh, Tyler Beach, uh, he, you know, from the Port Washington area. You know, he's out with today's, you know, for today's practice with, with a left leg injury and he had a boot uh, on that leg. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see just, you know, how that influences the, the line going forward. We don't have access for, to practice until coming up on Monday, and they do practice tomorrow and Sunday uh, based off of the schedule that Wisconsin gave us. So uh, we'll just see how Nolan, Nolan grows. And I think you know, there's so much talent on that offensive line that, you know, even if he does take a year, you know, he can come back. And, you know, if he takes a redshirt year, he can come back and be, you know, stronger, get another year in the weight room too. But uh, the future is bright with Wisconsin's line. Talking with Jake Kogorowski at BadgerBlitz.com. Let's move to the running back position. Obviously, everybody expects Jalen Berger to be that guy this year, but a transfer is upon us uh, in Badger camp that may uh, be able to challenge Berger. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see just how, uh, you know, the running back room develops, right? And, I mean, we didn't get to see much of it. We only saw five of the 15 practices in the spring uh, in April. Uh, We're supposed to see eight, but the weather pushed them inside and we weren't able to watch them. But, you know, there's also with Wisconsin's tailback issue, there was a lot uh, of injuries uh, to that group in, or you know, players were limited or whatnot. That, and so Wisconsin has used their fullbacks essentially as tailbacks uh, in the spring. So, you know, this, this is going to be a crucial area to watch in my eyes and something that BadgerBlitz.com will be taking, you know, be taking a keen look at because, you know, you have Jalen Berger, another four-star, you know, standout from New Jersey. He, you know, rise for the periods that I saw with the, the skills or the, the drills that they were running, uh, you know, he was one of the first up, uh, if not the first up. And, and then you also had Chaz Moosley right behind him. Uh, and so Berger can be, is a smooth runner is what Gary Brown, the new running backs coach had said and, and whatnot. And uh, I think he, I think with Berger, he can only improve and he can grow into becoming a three down back. Uh, and you took a look at, you know, I wrote about it today because uh, you know, it, Basically, Brown said that uh, yesterday during media days that Malusi is a true three-down guy. You know, and he's someone that you don't have to take off the field. You know, he didn't really maybe necessarily get meaningful reps at times at Clemson because he's, you know, uh, he was at Clemson. Yeah, he's at Clemson, but he had a 427 yards, six touchdowns, uh, and so you know he's he he believes you know uh, that Malusi that is the closest one to that skill set of being a three-down back. Uh, and that's going to be, you know, Wisconsin needs a complement of backs where, you know, you had Jonathan Taylor, you know, from 2017 and 2019, but you need someone like a Taiwan deal uh, or whatnot, or even, you know, like last, you know, Garrett Groshek, uh, who came in, was a good down back uh, and also ran the ball pretty well in other downs too. But you need complements in that Wisconsin backfield to keep the backs fresh. Um, Lucy's one of them. I think, you know, we'll see what happens with uh, Julius Davis from, Menom- you know, the Menominee Falls right. area. 
You have Isaac Grendo, who, you know, has game-changing speed, but he has to stay healthy. And he's battled hamstring injuries both in 2019 and 2020. Uh, and then you also have Braley Allen from Fond du Lac, who, a true freshman, reclassified early, a 17-year-old kid, basically. He lifts cars uh, you know, in the offseason. He's so freaking exactly. big. On my so there is... So there's, there's, there's that you could call it depth, but it's unproven depth in my eyes because you still uh, you wait to see what happens when they get on the field and when they get into team drills and just who's going to, there's a lot of players, but who's going to get those reps? And that's, what's going to be a main storyline this fall camp. Jay Kokorowski, badgerblitz.com. Make sure to check out all the great stuff uh, that they do over there. What about the wide receiver position? You know, early on, uh, last year when Mertz uh, was forced into action, he, his, he had two his two vet receivers with him. Then because of COVID and everything else, he loses them, and then Mertz was never the same after that, after he was out with COVID himself. So how does he look now, Mertz, and then what about the wide receivers and who's in the competition there? Yeah, I mean, we didn't even get to see really any team drills or any type of, uh, like, uh, you know, usually Wisconsin will go into doing, like, they'll do their positional work to start off and then some special teams work. And then they'll head into, you know, maybe some, uh, you know, a couple of uh, team reps. We didn't get to see that today. So I didn't really get to see much for, of, of how he's improved from, you know, the spring to now. But I did see, you know, in the spring and in, in the five practices we saw, at least, you know, he looked better. He looked more comfortable. I know in three of the five he looked, in my eyes, you know, I don't want to say spectacular, but really, really good. And, and you know, in showing the compliment of being a quarterback that can make every throw. I remember former quarterback coach John Budmeyer saying when he when Mertz was a freshman that he didn't have to think to to complete a, you know an accurate ball. And so essentially with that, uh, you know he can place the ball where he needs to. He has the arm strength to go deep. We've seen that uh, last season uh, when he hit Danny Davis for that touchdown against Illinois uh, and whatnot too. So you know he can extend the defense and keep defenses honest. When it comes to, you know, especially with the running game that Wisconsin has and everyone tries to stop that first, uh, I think this will be a, and it's a huge year for development. It's another storyline to see just how he grows from year one as a starter in 2020 to year two in 2021. So it's going to be, uh, you know, I, I believe under the tutelage of Paul Chris, who's taken over the quarterbacks again, uh, I think there will be progress in development. Uh, and I also think with just his receiver receiving targets, not just having Kendrick Pryor and Danny Davis back, but Jake Ferguson back for his fifth season at tight end, who led the team in catches last year uh, and should be an all-conference type uh, caliber player if he stays healthy. Uh, but also just, uh, I think you have Chimray DK from Waukesha North, who I think is going to be the, the big number three receiver. Jack Dunn can be a complimentary receiver and kind of a reliable hand whenever he, wherever he's needed. But also I think keep an eye on Devin Chandler, a wide receiver, uh, you know, second year player who got some playing time at the end of 2020, who I think shined when given the ball. And then even AJ Abbott, who's a fourth year player out of, out of Michigan that, uh, you know, started to turn it on in spring ball. So, you know, and they also have two other freshmen in that wide receiving course. So there should be deeper targets in that room. And I'm excited to see what, you know, you know, Elvis Witted, the wide receivers coach, can do to mold them further and take them to the next level. Tom J. Kokorowski of BadgerBlitz.com here on Sparky's Midday Madness. What about the play calling duties? We had Paul Chris on the Wendy's Big Show. What was it? Was that last week, I guess? I think it was last week. We had him on when they were in town for their big Badger uh, block party down at uh, the Deer District. Uh, and we talked to him about the the idea of the play calling duty and how that all came about and how he ended up getting that play calling play calling duty back. Has there been any reaction from the players uh, to this point as far as Chris getting that back? No one's really asked. From what I've seen, or immediate availabilities, even I think that was even back in the spring uh, or to now, like it really wasn't a discussion point on their point. So I don't think it's necessarily. I don't think they necessarily worry about that to be honest with you uh for emily i mean if they were asked i don't think uh it, you know from what we've heard it hasn't been a main storyline at all from from what we've heard though the other thing that I, i'm interested in knowing about and i really shouldn't be because anytime jim leonard is coordinating a defense you just expect it to be really good but are there any concerns on that side of the ball i mean really not necessarily in my i mean i think more than anything it's just for wisconsin they have starters uh, coming back at, you know, you have a defensive line, at inside linebacker, which Leo Chanel and Jack Sanborn should be an all-conference duo, outside linebacker, cornerback, and safety. So you have players with starting experience on all levels of the defense. I think it's more, for me, is seeing who steps up in terms of depth. If there are injuries, it's a football season. There's going to be injuries, uh, you, know, and, and, you know, and we've seen what's happened over the past couple of years that way where you've had to see players step up. 
I think it's going to be maybe the defensive line where you have, again, for, you know, from the Menominee Falls area, Matt Henningsen, former walk-on, uh, you know, Bras Kalaji called him a, you know, basically a genius and then a freak athletically. So he's got the combination of intelligence plus physicality there. And you have Keanu Benton from Janesville, uh, who really, you know, those two, those are well-known names. But then who's going to step up on the line besides them? Uh, you know, Isaiah Mullins is, you know, a, a, you know an upperclassman now. Uh, can he assume the role as a starter and receive more reps? But who's behind them on that defensive line is going to be, I think, key where someone like Rodis Johnson, who a couple of players talked about yesterday when I asked him, like, in terms of who could be breakout players or who you think could stand out, uh, and then, you know, Rodis Johnson's name, who, you know, former four-star player from Ohio, uh, should be interesting to see how he develops in his third year in the program. Uh, but you also have someone like James Thompson, who is a, you know, big, uh, big player, went down with injury at Michigan last year, but, you know, he, he sent it all, you know, published a video Earlier this summer, squatting about 600 pounds. Uh, so he seems like he's back from his uh, leg injury. Uh, th- there's talent there, but now it's going to be just you know, one of those things. I think even that in inside linebacker where you have maybe one, you know, Mike Mascalunas as a key reserve at inside linebacker, but you know, can Mumo Jung Meta, uh, you know, another third-year player, can he rise to the occasion and fill out a, the two deep and being ready to play right away? Uh, and even at safety now, Titus Toller, is you know it was you know could have been could have competed for some uh, you know in a two deep for some a role within that defense but you know he's you know basically applying for I believe a, a medical redshirt uh, and so he's you know not on the team so who's going to step up at safety behind uh, you know two starters that have proven themselves with, with Colin Wilder and also uh, Scott Nelson. So what about all the coaching uh, changes that, that they've had to go through? We talked to Chris about that too. As far as this is the most he's had a. a really kind of overhauled his coaching staff in one offseason probably since he's been the head coach at Wisconsin. Is there one coach that you're really kind of anxious and have an eye on to see? I mean, you brought up Gary Brown earlier uh, at running backs coach. I'm not I'm not really worried about him. I've, I've only read any, all but good things on him. So I think they're fine there. Is there anybody that you're anxious to kind of meet and get to know a little bit? No, I mean, because it, it, I think with Wisconsin – um, they, they've, the program and Chris, you know, credit to Chris, this, you know, they, they find, they found replacement parts where, you know, Dave Aranda left after, you know, the 2015 season to go, to go to LSU, to become a very highly paid uh, defensive coordinator uh, for, you know, uh, down there. But then you also have, you know, but then he replaces him with Justin Wilcox, you know, who, you know, then moves on to Cal. And then Jim, Jim Leonard steps up and, you know, they've been able to, even with, you know, Tim Tibisar, uh, you know, a couple of years, a few years back, you know, Bobby, you know, they hired Bobby April and, and you saw in 2019, just how, uh, you know, dominant Zach Bond could be. And, you know, I think this year you'll see some, you know, really good uh, pressure off the edge from Wisconsin's backers too. So it's a, uh, in my eyes, you know, I, I think you have Ross Kalaji going over to defensive end with, uh, you know, Anoki Brechterfield leaving and yeah to be honest with you like you know i think kalaji you know former strength and conditioning coach um you know the players seem you know hyped for it uh and you know i you know from what he's done both uh i would say on the recruiting trail and then on you know when he's doing on the field i don't think there's gonna be a drop off necessarily i think they can help take that line even to a you know a stronger level uh nothing against what Brechterfield did for that group um but you know you know in budmeyer it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with you know how Paul takes on the quarterback coaching role, essentially, uh, compared to, you know, now Judd, John Budmeyer heading off to Colorado State. Um, but really, you know, the, you know, I think the changes, you know, it's just another, you know, another, another year for the Badgers. They'll plug in, you know, they'll find coaches uh, that can fit the system and fit the program, uh, and they'll keep rolling with it. There he is, Jake Kokorowski, all his fine, fine stuff right there uh, on uh on the website, badgerblitz.com. Again, badgerblitz.com. Uh, Follow him on Twitter as well at Jake Coco, K O C O, at Jake Coco for all your Badger coverage uh, throughout the season. Jake, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Y'all have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Grayson Allen is still a buck, by the way. Uh, yeah, I haven't moved him yet. Thanks, Jake. Uh, there he is, Jake Kokorowski on the Great Midwest Bank hotline of applying for a home renovation loan. As you're feeling anxious, breathe like Great Midwest Bank. Help me experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Funny, I don't know, Plucker, if, you, if you're, I, I see you're tweeting positive things and trying to keep Bucks fans uh, uh, 
up and happy about this Grayson Allen trade. Are you seeing all the negativity being flung about on Twitter right now, Plucker, about Grayson Allen? Yes, I, it's I, unbelievable. See, and you thought I was you, you and Leroy thought, oh, boy, Sparky overreacted. No, Sparky's not overreacting. We don't like this dude. We do not like him. Like, I understand. This is but... at a different level. In fact, Zach Halperin, who's in the media himself and who's been on this radio station numerous times, he's got a poll question out. What do you do the first time Grayson Allen steps on the floor? Boo or boo but louder? Those are his two options for what he okay. – that, that's a media and, member now. And I understand. I get the frustration. Sure, I get I the past of Grayson Allen dude, at Duke, what he did several times. But listen, mm. he's played three seasons in the NBA. Yeah, he has no technical fouls since he has but entered not, the it's NBA. It's not even that. It's it's him against Wisconsin back when he was in college right. for Duke. There's that, too. I there's, get it. There's all of that together as a ball in a ball of wax. Now, I will say this, and I said it before we had Jake Kokorowski on. Listen. Doing our research, looking up stuff. Defensively, he's better than what I thought based on the stuff I was reading. So I come around on that. Offensively, he's definitely better than Bryn Forbes, I would say, at this point. So I'm good there. So if his name wasn't Grayson Allen, if his name was Dan Plucker, they just got Dan Plucker from the Memphis Grizzlies, and you just looked at numbers and the whole body of work, you'd be like, all right, all right, I'm down with that. I still don't think three three guys are worth a guy making scoring ten points, but either way, so that's what you decided to do. The other part of it is we maybe we me others whatever got mad for letting PJ Tucker go or disappointed and didn't want to pay the luxury tax or whatever else. Well, by making this trade, they upped their luxury tax now to forty four million. So the owner said, "Yeah, we'll pay our luxury tax." Apparently, just not for a thirty six year old. So now I wonder. My next thing is this. So Horst, by all accounts after the season, said they traded for Tucker because they had his bird rights and planned on keeping him. That's what he said. Lazary is the controlling partner. So was it Lazary that pretty much said, I don't want him. Like, we're moving on. He's old. I'm not giving him all this money. No, John, that's not happening. And then, fast forward, they come back with Grayson Allen, who's making, what, $4 million. You get him on the trade exemption through the Augustine trade. He feels better about that. But they're going to have a decision. I mean, best case scenario for the Bucs right now is he plays well and Augustine plays fairly well, and then they've got to make a decision on who to sign because both their deals are up after this year, I believe. So that's kind of where we're at right now. But they're better at backup guard. He's better than Bryn Forbes, offensively and defensively, it appears. So upgraded there. But I'm with a lot of you that can't stand this dude. But again, he's going to be in a Bucks jersey. I just suck it up and deal with Delva Dover for how many years. I'll suck it up and deal with Grayson Allen, too, and see what happens. But they're going to need the shooting. I mean, we all know this. We've all been saying it. They have to have shooting surrounding their big three of Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis. And Grayson Allen is a shooter. You may not like him, but that is what this dude is, is a shooter, and he helps his Bucks back. He's put up 40 points. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan. You're going to hear from David Hall, who we had on earlier from 670 The Score. Molly and Hall, 
uh, of the morning show on 670, The Score. And then Rami comes up here uh, in just a little bit. I, I held off replaying this interview because I'm hoping Rami catches some of it. Being a Bears fan and hearing Haw just destroy the Bears I, was very, very entertaining and funny uh, to me specifically. And Leroy a, a lot. He laughed a lot, too. There's going to be promos made out of that interview. I promise you. It was... Hall was very, very funny. So I'll let you play that here. But before we get to that, uh, I want Dan Plucker uh, to get his thoughts in here. What were you trying to say before I rudely interrupted you and hit a commercial? You're you're totally fine. I didn't realize you were going to commercial. That's that's why I started talking. No, it's okay. Grayson Allen has scored 40 points in a game before. Yes. It was an overtime Correct. game, but he scored yep. 40 points. I remember. He yep. put up 23 against the Bucs last season. Yep. Like, this is a guy who can light up. A, a game, and he started 38 of the 50 games that he Correct. played in last season. Meant for Memphis, like right. this is a dude who can be that type of player on this roster <laughs> this season, who could be a borderline starter, who's probably going to start if Divincenzo is not healthy ready. at the start Correct. of the, the season. Like yeah. this was a good move, and then realistically, they gave up very little to actually get him. Two two late second round picks and Sam Merrill, who was number sixty overall last season, wasn't he? Again, so three you, dudes who second. are probably not going to see a lot of, well, we'll of see. playing time for a guy who was a starter on an NBA team last season. That, that was what this deal was. Yes, you traded three guys for one guy. That's in the last year of his contract that you don't know if you'll have for more than a year. You traded three guys for a rental. Now. If there's an extension and they like him that much that they're like, hey, Dante, you're cool, but we're extending Grayson and he's going to be our future shooting guard, then let's revisit it. Then I will tell Dan Plucker, I agree. They they stole him. They they got their, their future student, shooting guard. He's going to be part of the core with Drew Holiday, Giannis, and Middleton, and that's their guy. Then I'm in. But if you gave up three picks for a guy that's gone after one year, or three players, essentially, then I, I probably won't agree. And now... Will Sam Merrill get to play in Memphis? Will Sam Merrill get that opportunity to get run? Because he didn't get run here. That's for sure. And I'll I'll tell you something else. As they continue to add pieces to this puzzle, puzzle, the more convinced I am that Jordan Wara may not get nearly as much run as we all want him to get. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more and more convinced of that by the day, the longer this goes on, that he's not going to get the run uh, that we want him to get. Convinced of it. Uh, all right, I don't know where the Molly Ha or the Ha interview is, Dan Plucker, so you'll have to tell me uh, where it is so we can play it back. And it's good because Rami Magloff just walked in, and he hasn't heard the David Ha uh, interview as of yet, uh, and I definitely want him to hear the David Ha interview. Uh, Phil in Cedarburg, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Phil? Yeah, I'd say a couple things about this trade. Sure. I probably says a little bit about what we think of uh, Sam Merrill. You know, we've had him on the team for a year. We've seen him practice. Yeah. They, the Bucks must think he's not going to be that guy that can kind of take the jump that maybe they thought. Well, he's probably made. not as polished. He's not as polished or uh, or ready, game ready, as Grayson Allen is. Obviously, you hear Plucker say he was starting games last year. Merrill doesn't have anywhere near that type of experience. Yeah, and, you know, you're, so you're giving up a guy who's – hasn't played in the NBA at all, and the Bucks must think he's not really going to be much of an NBA player. And for some couple late second rounders, I mean, this is kind of like you get a flyer on Grayson Allen for kind of nothing, um, and see how he does. I mean, I and if he doesn't work out, you know that you know Horse is, is great at at getting rid of guys that that don't work out. I mean, look at what we did well, with August. If he doesn't That's work August out, he just terrible. leaves as a. But if he doesn't work out, he leaves as a free agent. Well, but no, I, I couldn't believe we were able to trade Augustine last year. Augustine was terrible. Like, I didn't even think – I mean, he was awful. And he had, I think we had him, like, on a two- or three-year, like, six- or seven-million-buck-a-year contract. Yeah, but that's a veteran point guard that, that GMs trust around the league. Now, I agree with you. He didn't play well, but he's got an established – he's got an he established resume. Well. Hey, Sparky, he didn't play well. It's a little bit understatement. He was awful. Like, yeah. not awful. I know. Like, like maybe like I didn't even think he was an NBA player. But but again, like, Phil, you have to understand GMs around the league trust guys that have been in the league for a while and and have had runs. So even if they're having a bad season, those GMs around the league will go, "I know what this dude's capable of. He'll be better with us." That's what happens. Yeah, it happens another, across all sports. Yeah, I got you. Well, what? Well, here's another point about Allen. You know, maybe he just needs to be in the right around the right guys. I mean, Buck's got a great, great. Team. I mean, in terms of quality of guys, in terms of you know how everyone's treated, in terms of the, the the locker room, maybe that's what this guy needs. 
you know, he just needs to be in the right situation with the right team. Well, this will be different than what he had in Memphis, that's for sure. Thanks for the call, because he wasn't winning a championship in Memphis. This segment brought to you by Jim Danny's South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Enjoy the best fish fry Friday. Uh, that's tonight. Plus, you get $2.50 tacos on Tuesdays, $17.95 prime rib dinner on Wednesdays. All you can eat ribs every Monday. Check them out, Jim Dandy's Grill. Dot com under new ownership, remodeled the entire inside, working on doing stuff outside. Go check them out. You'll love their food. Promise. Uh, all right. So David Ha uh, joined me earlier uh, today along with Leroy Butler uh, from 670 to score Molly and Ha. Rami is here so he can hear it now. And we laughed quite a bit during this interview because he was very funny. Uh, here is David Ha. And we started off talking about the fact that we had Jeff Rieger on earlier from the ticket uh, in Detroit, former co-worker here. Uh, and the fact that Rieger was not happy necessarily about the Lions' first-round pick, thinking they should have drafted Justin Fields, and that the Bears probably will win division after division after division after division now that they have Justin Fields once Aaron Rodgers is out of the way. So we asked. We told David Hall all about that and then asked him about Justin Fields. Well, I think what Justin Fields has done is he's backed up a lot of the hype, and he has been athletically what everybody expected. His arm is outstanding. He's a special athlete. There's no question about that. And everything that we had heard about Justin Fields and, frankly, had seen uh, of him at Ohio State playing at a high level, he has, he has been the same guy in, in limited action in, in our glimpse of him as a Chicago Bear. The problem is, is that, I mean, heck, Jimmy Graham compared him to Russell Wilson yesterday. So mm. that's pretty high praise. The problem is, guys, is that with the Bears, you hope that it's only a Justin Fields equation. You hope that they're in a position where they can, in good conscience, put him on the field without worrying about him getting injured because their offensive line is in such a state of disarray. I wonder, as I said this morning on our show, if, they, if it's going to affect their timetable for the quarterback because their offensive line has suffered so many injuries in the first 10 days of camp. Yeah, uh, David, thank you so much. Leroy Butler, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. A, a guy that uh, I like, I had him on my fantasy team, but just don't get enough praise and they don't use him enough is David Montgomery. Man, I think he can be one of the best young backs in the league, not just in the North, in the league. I think he can be just like Dalvin Cook and Kamara and even our guy Aaron Jones, but he don't get the opportunities do you think they'll use him more this year, or they're still, or they're going to stay to all these gimmicks and do it by committee? Well, I don't think they should gimmick it up, I, Leroy. You're exactly right. I mean, what you see is probably, uh, I'm guessing, a, a, a big re- you have respect for him as a guy who makes the first guy miss, and then the mm-hmm. second guy you regret trying to tackle him because that's the kind of runner he is. He's pretty sturdy and he's pretty shifty, and and frankly. He's pretty underrated because when you do look at the numbers, the guys you compared him to in terms of Cook and Kamara, those are the guys who he is sharing company with on the stat, in stat sheets. He's, he's pretty versatile. And in terms of top five production from line, line of scrimmage yardage and rushing yardage, uh, this, is, this is a guy whose time has come. And the hope, and maybe, maybe I should rephrase that, I think the fear in Chicago, frankly, is what you described, that Matt Nagy, will maybe gimmick it up a little bit too much. And I think that there's a, there's a um, desire from Bears fans and Bears people that cover the team for Matt Nagy to be more committed to the running game. That's a long story here in town. But we mm-hmm. saw at the end of last year, even with injuries to the offensive line, when the Bears try to incorporate some balance, they've got a running back that is worthy of the trust to carry the ball between 15 and 18 times a game. Look, in today's NFL – Nobody gets 20-plus carries anymore. Maybe maybe Derrick Henry, but I think that when you look around the league, David Montgomery has done enough to justify the 15 to 18 carry load, get him his mm-hmm. touches, and move the chains. Yeah, David, that's very good stuff. I, I, I think you're going to like Damian Williams, too, him coming over. He's going to really help, especially with Tariq Cohen, Kent, um, if he's not durable. My question is, I want to go to the Divas of the league, or actually Divas B, quarterbacks or A, it was telling to me Allen Robinson is looking back and looking at Devontae Adams having a, a, a contract discussion, but the talks broke down. What do y'all really think about in Chicago when y'all see this kind of stuff, the Aaron Rodgers stuff, and then you see Devontae didn't get a long-term deal? I mean, do do the players even pay attention to that stuff, or they just kind of look in their own house? 
Well, I think with Allen Robinson, I think he's a consummate pro. So what he's done is he's, he's put himself in a position, Leroy, where he doesn't like the reality, but he accepts it. And he's mm-hmm. going to show up every Sunday. And, mm-hmm. and he hasn't really been very public since he's reported to camp. He has not made an issue of the fact that he's playing under the franchise tag. So I think, number one, you start with that. He is very professional. He's a consummate pro. But in terms of how the Packers' words and deeds and actions affect the Bears, it should tell you everything that Aaron Rodgers reporting to training camp was probably the second biggest story in Chicago this offseason, <laughs> this month, because the other one being Justin Fields being drafted and Aaron Rodgers reporting to camp, because I think those two things are so intertwined. You know, how long – you can find educated football people long-time football people who believe that, how long Aaron Rodgers stays or is committed to Green Bay will be related to how quickly the Bears try to accelerate Justin Fields' growth. And I think you could make a really plausible argument that way. So the answer would be yes, absolutely people are paying attention. Devontae Adams, I think there's a lot of Bears fans that would like to see him as upset and unhappy as possible. (laughs) Go ahead and hold out, Devontae but I don't think that's going to happen. But, yeah, people are definitely locked into everything going on in Green Bay. Especially with Randall Cobb coming back. The guy just killed the Bears, and now oh, he comes back. Oh, Leroy, <laughs> you, know, you know how many people had post-traumatic Cobb disorder after he signed? He's still, Chris Conti called our show probably. He, he, he is the guy that, I mean, everybody remembers what happened the last time Randall Cobb was at Soldier Field when he was undefended. And, oh, my gosh, he had to bring that up. I'm sorry, David. I'm sorry. He's come back with a Cowboys counter to Leroy. That, hey, that, hey, that would have hey, ended hey, it. You're my co-host now. You be on my side. I'm just trying to help on David. I feel I feel bad. I feel bad. He's got Matt Nagy as a head coach. See, for me, that's my concern, I think, going into it. And, and that is, I just don't know if I trust Matt Nagy to develop Justin Fields if I'm a Bears fan. What about the GM, too, Steve? Throw him in there. Well, Ryan Pace. You know, Leroy, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you added that because, look, I understand, and I think Matt Nagy, He's earned the skepticism because the offense, he came here to be the guru and it hasn't quite materialized. But I think part of that was because he had the wrong quarterback and he deserves responsibility and blame too. But look, you've got a GM that I think that uh, he's been here a very long time, 2015. How many playoff victories have they won under Ryan Pace's regime? Okay, I got to tell you, the answer is zero. You don't even have to do the math. Zero. Zero from nothing from nothing leaves nothing. And I think that when you look at the clock being ticking loudly in Chicago, I don't think either one of them are in danger of losing their jobs this year. But I think that people are becoming more impatient with Ryan Pace. And if his, if his left tackle, Tevin Jenkins, the rookie, hurt. the guy that got in the second round mm-hmm. is hurt, that's only going to make the, the cries louder here in town. Yeah, I heard he's hurt. And I heard the guy that they're trying at left tackle, Nagy, was asked, you know, how, how he thinks it's going to go. And he's like, I don't know. We're going to see if it works. I mean, it's it's literally at that point where is the depth that bad with that Bears offensive line that they, they can't overcome having a backup tackle ready? Okay. Okay. That's, that's one way to look at it. Here's the other way. Okay. They have given basically the job to Tevin Jenkins. Correct. Drafted him. He's got a back problem that they figured out was, was is, is worse than anybody expected. The guy they put at left tackle, they drafted in the fifth round as a trial base, Larry Borum, he's in concussion protocol. And, oh, by the way, the veteran they thought would hold down the fort on right tackle, Jermaine Fetty, has yet to practice. Other than that, guys, things are going great. Oh my God. Yeah, even his secondary uh, Dave, is banged up. Three or four of those guys are hurt. Leroy, they got Eddie Jackson has yet to see the field. Tashawn Gibson has an injury. Today we find out that Trufant, the free agent they signed for a song, basically, because he had been injured in the past, is injured in the present. So that's not good either. So, guys, yeah, you hate when injuries okay. get in the way of enthusiasm, <laughs> but they're getting in the way of our enthusiasm. Let, let's try and make some happy stuff for David Hall, the 670 The Score, you joining us big show. No, because oh, no, okay. uh, Dan Blucker, our, our executive producer, is like, hey, when David Hall comes on, this was last hour, he's like, yeah. David Hall comes on, yeah. talk to him about Alec Ogletree, because he, 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 he had a couple <laughs> interceptions. But. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I mean, that's great, and, you know, you should be excited, I guess, but that yeah. dude's been a tease his whole career, I feel like, because he can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. And, look, if, if the brightest spot of your training camp is 
is a 30-year-old uh, journeyman linebacker, then you're not having a very good training camp. And, oh, by the way, he did have three interceptions today. But who did he pick off? What did they say by Andy Dalton? <laughs> yeah. But why harp on the negative? But why harp on the negative, David? Just focus on the positive. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not trying to be overly positive. I'm trying to be – my glass isn't half full or half empty. It's cracked. <laughs> He is David. It's so good. So good. There he is, David Haw, uh, earlier today from 670 The Score. Uh, a co-worker of Rami's as well as he moonlights at The Score on the weekends uh, and talks about a Cubs team that I don't know anybody in the lineup other than Ian Happ. I, have you seen their lineup? Yeah. I, I don't – who else is – Chernos I think I've heard of. I don't know. Ian Happ I know. I don't think I know anybody I else know. in their lineup. I, I mean, know. I know I'm Hendricks, the pitcher. I, li- I I swear to God, I'm not I'm not joking. No, I, know. I literally don't know anybody else other than Chernos, the catcher. I think I know he's been there. Uh, oh, Ortega's been there, and Ian Happ. Those three. I don't know the rest of them. Uh, Matt Duffy. Matt Duffy was good at one point in his career, um, and was good for the Cubs off the bench this year because that's what uh, Matt Duffy should be doing. Okay, the rest. I don't know who. Uh, um, Romine. <laughs> not sure. Um, Diekman. Uh, Ch- uh, Chirinos has been around. For- yeah, he's been around. Alcantara has uh, been been around for a minute. He's been yeah. up and down from the minors. It's all a year. horrible line. It's a terrible line. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, uh, or was it yesterday? A couple days ago, when I got out early, I turned on Parkins and Spiegel. Yeah, and uh, Parkins just bought a new house. And they were playing. Does he play for the Cubs or is he working on Parkins' house? Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. Mean. It's horrible. All right, so hurry up. What do you got coming up on the show? Because there's a guy named Schwindel. There's some guy named Schwindel that's playing for the – he's in the lineup for the Cubs today. My oh, baseball good. team has a guy named Frank Schwindel playing first base and wearing number 18 for the Chicago Cubs. I don't I'm, – I'm looking at him right now. I wouldn't recognize Frank Schwindel if he walked in this studio. I'd be like, are you here to fix something, Frank? What's going on? Who is Frank Schwindel? Why is he playing Major League Baseball for my club? You, you're I, the one who opened up you, this wound. You, you won a World Series. You're the one so. who opened up this wound. This, this is you true. won a World Series. This is true. Just like I you're tried gonna, to tell you about the you, NBA title you won. Yeah, but see, this is this is exactly why I get so worked up about what's going on right now. Because I don't want to be in that situation that you are going, got one ring. We had all of these dudes, and we got one freaking ring out of it. That, to me, is infuriating. I'm not even a Cubs fan, but you had Bryant and Rizzo and Baez and all of these dudes, and y'all couldn't get more than one. It's not about me being really wrong or Josh Vernier being wrong because we both said that they were going to win multiple rings, and they got one. You don't just put the best team on paper stupid. and win the series. That's it's just stupid. Works. Either way, and again, that's I don't even care about the Cubs. I'm just saying that's I know. And that's why, again, did you hear about the Bucks trade today? Yes. You don't listen to I'm sports talk. At, I'm looking at it right now. Grayson Allen, yeah. yeah. That's not going on. Great trade. People furious on Twitter. Great trade. Furious. Why would you be furious? Okay, look, okay. I'm. You don't watch college basketball, so I'm not even holding this I against know, you. I know who Grayson Allen is. Oh, who's Grayson Allen? He's he's got the most punchable face in sports. He's known to be a little bit dirty. No, right. Yeah, absolutely. That's so what? Definitely part, a little bit dirty. Mm. I the dirty. Yes, I saw and, Dan. I saw Dan tweet not not one not one technical foul in his NBA career. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And Plucker is working Long slightly, so it's three total in his three year career. Right. So three technical fouls. It's like one in a year, like a hundred and something plus games. Yeah, PJ right. got that's two that. in the in the in the playoffs. Exactly. So let's calm down this idea that he's, he's going PJ. to be this absolute menace on the court and picking up technical fouls left and right. Dwight Howard had eighteen this season. Like let's. Let's now, let's pause and actually think about the player they just got. Okay, but the people aren't going to move on from that. I'm telling you, there, there are people tweeting out poll questions. I said this earlier. One member of the media, up in Madison, tweeted out poll question: What will you do when Grayson Allen first walks on the court? Boo! And then the second one oh is boo, God, but even dude. louder. That oh that my God, that again. Now I'm telling you, what is wrong this? with you people? <laughs> this is it. Now I said my initial reaction was infuriate. I was furious because I can't stand this dude. Just like I didn't like Delavadova, I don't like this dude. I dealt with Delavadova. Fine, gone. Couldn't be happier. So now I got to deal with Grayson Allen. That's fine. He's better than Delavadova. Number one. So let's start there. Number two, as I stated, he's better than Bryn Forbes. Period. Yes. So you're better there. George Hill you're is better. Miss Sam Merrill. What is your problem? I did like Sam Merrill, but he doesn't. Play. He's not. He wasn't going to play for the Bucks, so no. it, didn't, it doesn't really matter. So then, Teague versus George Hill. George Hill is an upgrade. So they upgraded, in my opinion, both of those positions. And they kept Bobby. And they still have Bobby Porter, which also is very good. Correct. Yes. Dude, so, this team is better than it was when we were just at a parade two weeks ago. I think that's correct. 
Okay, yeah. so what? Do you, I think that's correct. What? Do you, I think you are correct. Yes. And and put aside your feelings for Grayson Allen. If you got hard feelings for Grayson Allen, you were you remember? I didn't put aside my feelings for Delavadova the entire time he was here. I know, here. and it's stupid. So it's not going to change with Grayson it's, Allen. I'm here to tell it's you, dumb. But at least Yesterday, he's better than Delavadova. A couple days ago, when we were talking about the George Hill signing, somebody was like, I, I remember when he was counting while Giannis was at the free throw line. Obviously, Giannis is over it. You can't get over it. He wouldn't be a buck if Giannis wasn't over it, but it, but it cut too deep for you. One second. You can't, you can't now put you're that compar- aside. But now you're comparing human beings. That's not fair. What? It's not fair. Giannis is a much better human being than I am. Let it go, like I, bro. I, I don't let Dennis, things go. Dennis Rodman put stitches in Scottie do, Pippen's chin. Do I? And they won three championships together. Do I let things go? You should. Do I? You should. Do I? You should, though. But you're not answering the question. But you should. And I don't, and I won't. But he is an upgrade over Bryn Forbes, so they're a better basketball team for you're it. You're only hurting yourself What's you coming? these grudges. You're not hurting the people you hold grudges against. You're only hurting Grayson yourself. Grayson Allen doesn't know me, nor does he care about me. So I know, I'm that's hurting. what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not doing anything to Grayson Allen. You're hurting yourself. That's what, I'm, doesn't that's hurt what me I at just all. said. Yes, it I'll does. sleep like you a baby tonight. Carrying this stuff around with you, man. I haven't liked Grayson Allen for years. It doesn't bother me in the least. Carrying this stuff around with you is not good. It's bad. It's bad for your mental health, your physical health, everything about it. Bielema, that doesn't bother me. Crean, that don't bother me. A bunch of guys on that list. I'm not talking about guys who don't like you i'm saying you I, need, I don't like that you need to just drop the the bad the bad vibes dude good vibes only spark good vibes only. peel them as at illinois i hope they beat him by 80 every time all right go ahead what do you what's on your show coming up on the show today spark positive say, uh, happy rainbow thoughts is what this do you a got? measuring stick for your milwaukee brewers taking yeah, on the, the same topic weekend. you did not very long though because we were sidetracked the whole show me and Leroy. We we're all over the place so you I, and Leroy sidetracked no, no gary there's no gary here to to make us go the right way wait gary is the one who keeps you guys on track now <laughs> Is that what's happened since I left? <laughs> Gary's the one who keeps you guys on track? Totally joking. No. Okay. Adam he was McCalvey, off today. Long time no talk with our uh, our buddy on the Brewers beat. You see his candy tweet? Brewers.com. I was going to ask him because last time I talked to him, mm. he said the candy situation at Miller Park or at, excuse me, American Family Field, not what it was in past years because, you know, you can't have a big bowl of candy and everybody reaching their hands in. Oh, he during, didn't get that from there. During, he went and bought that. pandemic. But yep. uh, I was going to ask him, he, he has an update on the candy situation? He tweeted out a picture of the candy oh, I did that not he see that. Oh. I did not see that. So you know, like those candy corns that you get in a bag. I hate candy corn. You know what I'm talking about, right? Right, the orange ones or whatever. Yeah, I hate candy corn. So this is candy corn with nerd flavor. Ooh. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Okay. And he tweeted Ooh. out, uh, "Hello, yes, Halloween candy is out already." Uh, so wait, it's it, Halloween candy? Yeah, it's, it's actual out. Halloween yes. candy. Yeah, he tweeted out a picture of the bag. Why don't I see it anywhere on That's the timeline? Legit. When was this? Uh, over. When did I want to get him on? It was earlier this week, oh. so a couple days ago. I'll find it. And because I'll... the last time he was on with me, I told him, I'm like, you know, Name did this Road Eats thing, right, yeah. during the season. Yeah. And he'd tweet pictures of food and restaurants wherever oh, he was. right there. And I said, Adam, I said, with your love of candy and how much candy you eat and all these different candies you like, you should do something similar. He and I, he and I have kicked around the idea of a candy podcast. Yeah, right. So and I, I asked him the other night, hey, can you come on? He's like, oh, I can't have the afternoon game, blah, 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 blah. So it was whatever day it was the afternoon game was. I'm looking at it right then now. The night before, I go, hey, man, I said, did you send out a candy tweet because I missed it? And he's like, oh, man, I totally forgot. I got you. So then he tweeted out that one, and it that, blew up. Everybody was be, talking about that it. That might be candy corn salvation right there. That might mm-hmm. be the only good candy corn that's ever been made. Right? I'm looking at it right now. That so, looks pretty damn good. Calvi's all you over You think he microwaves it? You know how he that's likes a good question. His candy. I don't know. I got all sorts of questions for Adam McCallie. <laughs> so many questions. Aren't for you Adam glad McCallie. I opened that up for you? Oh yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. Sparky, I want uh, let me ask you this question. All right, we're gonna ask on the Rami show today. What kind of dog? I kind of want to hang out and do your show. With you you want to hang out as much as you want? I don't know. I might. What kind of dog is Grayson Allen? Chihuahua is what I saw on Twitter. <laughs> that was what I saw. Yeah, somebody said it already on Twitter. I'm stealing it, so I apologize. Whoever I stole that from, I already shut my computer down. Wait, except has somebody for my... already asked that question? I thought no, Sam and I people... were the first ones. Okay. No, people right. can't stand this dude. So people are like, yeah, PJ Tucker was a dog. We got a chihuahua now. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody tweeted that. I stole it. So I apologize whoever it was, but I already shut off my Twitter on my computer. Our buddy Ryan Horvath of BetMGM Live. He'll join us at 4 o'clock. And then I want to know, because people keep saying, I was never talking about Aaron Rodgers. I want to know what he thinks, because his, his quote tweeted the Grayson Allen thing was damn. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's damn good or damn bad for Horvat, but I want to see. Uh, people keep on saying all we talk about is Aaron Rodgers and this Aaron Rodgers drama. I want to know what what do you what what are you most curious about? What do you want to hear about in the preseason? Find out about other than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't care Starting about Aaron Rodgers. Don't care. I'm Jordan Love. I don't care about anything else. 
Let me quickly uh, right. ask you something. Whatever you Did like. you see the Zach Gell poll question uh, from CBS Sports last night? Yeah, who's the best player in the NBA? Okay. Giannis was Did... running away with it last time I saw it. You got a pen over there? Uh, yeah. Pen? I just he, had a thought uh, no. I want to write down. He was uh, running away with it uh, as well today with like almost 700 votes, running away over KD and LeBron, right? Yeah, yeah. Then this morning, uh-huh. before I go on the air, uh-huh. a video pops up from Undisputed. Oh, Chris Broussard, McIntyre, and LeVar Arrington. Broussard, I've got the audio set. Broussard goes on for like a minute, minute and a half, because they were talking about this very thing, because Durant's about to win the goal with the U.S., da-da-da-da-da. And he goes, hey, look, you know, Durant, man, best scorer in the league, can shoot from anywhere. Years ago, I call him the seven-footer Steph Curry. Gloss all over Durant. I didn't save that part of it. So that was the, the beginning part. Then he gets into, but that's not all that makes the best player. He goes, in previous years, you knew who the best player was. It's Michael. It's Kobe. It's whatever. Now, it's not as clear who who's in the throne of being the best yeah, player. I, I think there's a debate to be had. I don't Broussard, think so who was all over the net in that series and all over KD and everybody else, said Giannis, in his opinion, is the best player in the league. That, I agree. But I, there is a debate to be had. I don't think it's. I, I don't think, think it's. So, would say I don't think it's so clear cut. And then that idiot Jason McIntyre said it's Luca. So there's that. Oh, come on, Young Express. Seriously, why do people say stuff just to say stuff, man? That's the problem in our industry. I, Dude's just saying stuff just to say stuff, man. He said, "Oh no, no, no! I'll take it a step Luka's further." Luca's the best hey, player hey, hey, in the hey, league. Hey, I'll take it a step stop. further. You go get the video. He said he's a young Michael Jordan. That's what he said about Luca. Michael didn't come into the league with baby weight, man. Hey, dude, he what? looks so out of shape. What? He looks so out of shape, dude. He does. He's got a double chin. He looks so out of shape. It works. I mean, it I'm works not here for to body shame it anybody. Works for yeah, him, man. He looks out of shape. He can ball, dude. Yes. Can ball, but yes, he's, he he's all doughy and with a double yes. chin. That ain't Michael Jordan. Michael yes. Jordan. I hear you. Oh my God. Hey, Young Express. <laughs> we talk about so much. It's continuing to grow. Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company? A company that's been in business for over 30 years. We're currently looking to add company straight truck drivers. For me, talking about what a great company this is to work for. Now go and apply online. And requirements, minimum one-year continuous straight truck driving experience, familiarity with DOT regulations, clean background, and driving record. What can you expect? 40 to 55 hours per week, Monday through Friday. 99% no-touch freight. All doc-to-doc, no home deliveries. No home deliveries. That's a big deal for people. Health insurance, 401k with company match, and profit sharing. No truck jumping. Get a new truck every four years. I like that one. Personal days and vacation days. Apply for the position at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express. Success drives them. Rami Makloff, good luck to you on your Friday afternoon show. He is coming up. Don't change that dial. He'll be very entertaining like he always is. Have a good one. Have a good weekend. Toodles. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.